Hello, my fanist friends. Welcome to my podcast feed. Powered by ACAS Plus, here's a joke from my son. What did the bum say to the other bum? That's a bummer. You know, not for everyone. Uh, so, uh, look, thanks to everyone who's come to see the previews of Can I Have My Ball Back. It's been going really, really well, and uh, I'm really pleased with how the show's turning out. It's officially on tour now from Wednesday. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre. A couple of tickets left. Lots of press coming to that one. It'd be lovely to sell out, but there are a few other London gigs not selling as well. So if you're going to come to London... Maybe look up those other London gigs. And then this week I'll be in St Albans on Thursday, Gloucester on Friday, Chorley on Saturday, which is sold out. You can join the waiting list. And Glasgow on Sunday, two shows. I think the earlier show is sold out. Check with the venue, but the later show has some availability. Come along if you can. If you enjoy these podcasts and like them being free, then the great way to pay me back is to buy a ticket to a show or buy a download or a book from gofasterstripe.com. But you can just keep listening for free as well. That pays me back also. So, you know, no no pressure. But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Rahalastapa. It's the one you've been waiting for and waiting for. What's the uh, ref- what's the movie reference there? If you've got it, well done. Uh, it's Limmy, Brian Limmond, a fantastic writer, fantastic TV sketch show creator, and now... A big star on Twitch, which I understand is a new thing that the cool kids are into. Um, he talks about it on this podcast. It was before I considered being on it, and I suspect I was derogatory of the whole idea. But he seemed insane to me at the time. Um, but there we go. This was recorded back in December uh, 2019. And we were all well, and we didn't have to stay in our homes it was a beautiful time. Uh, if you are enjoying these, do remember I am on twitch.tv slash Herring pretty much every day of the week. I'm stone clearing at 8am-ish in the morning. I'm playing snooker at 7.30pm on some weekday nights. I'm doing a Rahalastapa every Wednesday at 8pm. They will start appearing on these feeds that you listen to and watch your Rahalastapas, but you can see them recorded live if you wish Twitch.tv slash RK Herring. And uh, there's lots of other stuff coming up. 
Um, I've even done a Me One versus Me Two snooker frame for the BBC. I don't know if that will have been on yet. I don't know what, when it's going out, but I will try and let you know. Keep an eye on Twitter and that will inform you. As always, if you're with Amazon Prime, let's build a wall in my field of stones and make Ian Amazon pay for it. You can subscribe for £5 a month every month and it doesn't cost you anything if you're an Amazon Prime member already. So look at the video on uh, YouTube, Herring1967. That'll explain how to do it if you're confused. Um, But lovely to have that money. If you want to become a monthly badger, there's lots of extras. We'll put the full BBC frame of Me 1 versus Me 2 snooker up. It's been edited to four minutes to go on the TV, which, to be frank, makes it look ridiculous. Makes it almost comical. Um, so become a badger at gofasterstripe.com slash badges. At GoFasterStripe, you can also buy downloads. You can buy my emergency questions books. You can buy a trump card game, uh, the money from which will go to make more podcasts as well. All of this money is basically getting funded back into making more podcasts. Uh, and in later in the year, maybe early next year now, we are going to try and release a sci-fi audio sitcom for you as well. So lots of plans slightly derailed by uh, COVID-19. It's my least favourite COVID of all the COVIDs. Um, But there's lots of extra stuff we wouldn't have been getting as well. So enjoy that. Let's sit back, relax and enjoy Raha Lester with Brian Limond. Um, Boris Johnson's just had a baby as I record this. I mean, that could be any baby, though. Let's face it. He has one every single day. It's not big news. Let's enjoy Rahalastapa. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Theatre Royal in Glasgow. Uh, we have got amazingly exactly the same number of people in the audience as last week. It's the equal biggest show ever. Please welcome Richard Herring. <laughs> Better than last week's audience already. These guys were idiots. <laughs> the worst time ever. Uh, welcome. It's lovely to be back in Glasgow. I love it here. Welcome to uh, uh, Richard Herring's Langsiders Survive on Tapas podcast. Because <laughs> I've had enough of people having a go at the working class people in Glasgow. There's plenty of middle class people here, and they're the biggest pricks of all. <laughs> Let's have a go at that. I tell you what, like, I, was, I was thinking about it. When, when I first came to Scotland, I might talk about that year, 30 years, 32 years ago. You kind of, there was this, there was a kind of patronising attitude from the English people towards the Scottish people. And you know, there was a sort of feeling like that, that England was more progressive than Scotland. And that still hangs around in England. And fuck, that is not true. Is it? That is so not true. Anymore, when you come to Scotland, you go, fuck, it's like a paradise, a liberal paradise beautiful attitudes towards immigrants and sexuality. Everyone can be who they want. Go back to England. Oh, God, I'm being beaten up on Milton Keynes. <laughs> so, fuck the English is what I'm saying. And if, if you do become independent, which you should do, and you're back in the EU, please let me come and live here. Come on, I've been here a lot, please. Please let me be in the EU. I just want to be in the EU. The first time I came to Glasgow, I was just thinking about this today, was in the Oxford Review, okay? I was in a student review, uh, and uh, we came and played. I can't even remember which theatre it was, but about 40 people came to watch it. It was in July 1988, 
Uh, it was a, we had a very, we just, we played to silence, right? And that was the week uh, that the Piper Alpha disaster happened, which we'll, we'll all remember if you're as old as me. A terrible disaster, nearly 200 people killed in this uh, terrible explosion in an oil rig. And we came back to the, af, into the bar after the show, and some of the audience were there going, oh, you know, it was all right, you did all right, it's okay. You should have made some jokes about Piper Alpha. And they kind of go, yeah, I think that would have worked, wouldn't it? They f- some Oxford students had come to... Glasgow and joked about a very recent terrible disaster. So that's it's been uphill since then. I have to say it's been it's it's gone better for me since then. We didn't do any jokes about Piper Alpha, and we will never do that. Um, but it's lovely to be back, uh, and it's a, it's a fantastic city. You know, just sort out the, the Protestants and Catholics are the same guys. Come on, get <laughs> you're all Christians. What's wrong with you? It's the same thing. It's, G- G- it's the same Jesus. All right, you know, maybe his body isn't made of blood or whatever. I don't know. Wine. I don't know. Is that important? Is it that important? I like the Protestants personally, but there, well, let's, let's, not, let's not. If I had to choose. Um, <laughs> you can sort it out. It's not as bad as in Belfast. Come on, so you're doing all right. You're doing all right. <laughs> Have I repaired the divisions in the society? Have I done it? <laughs> Company mate, I'm actually united both sides in mutual hatred of me. That is a beautiful thing to do. Uh, I, will you please welcome my guest this week? He's probably best known for his Sky News tribute to Peter Stringfellow. <laughs> Taken in earnest. <laughs> will you please welcome the amazing Limmy, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Thank you. Come in. You can sit here. Like. It's Lemmy. Brian Lemmon. Thank you very much. Brian Lemmon. How are you doing? Lovely to see you again. Hi, very well. I've been... Uh, this is our third time, so I've been uh, worried about what the fuck we're going to talk about. Me too. You know, like, when you meet up with a, a pal that you've known for ages and you just go, fuck all to talk about anywhere, yeah. and you go... Uh, you start talking about somebody for like 20 years ago. Remember that time he said that? So hopefully we don't start talking about Monopoly again <laughs> yeah, too much. We can talk about Monopoly. It doesn't matter if we repeat ourselves. We're old men. It's fine. Um, Peter Stringfellow, the, the tribute to Peter Stringfellow. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to have to just do this. I'm That's just, fine, yeah. I'm, so we should, I'm trying to do it while I'm... I try to do it with one horn. It's not How many of your... Obviously, when, you, uh, when someone dies, you, yeah. you generally tweet that they, you, you, you met them and they were surprisingly down yeah. to earth and mm-hmm. very, very funny. Yeah. How many times has that been taken as a genuine... Because the Peter Stringfellow one ended oh, up on the telly, didn't it, as a, as a uh, real... There's, there's been a few... I've not, I've not kept count of the... Like, I, I would tweet quite a lot about... Um, I, there's, there's odd one that's made it into, like, say, The Guardian or somewhere. Yeah. That's the only one that's been mentioned on the, on the telly, the, okay. the Sky one. That was a good one. And that one, they actually edited it. They, when they read the, the tweet out, they said, um, and this one uh, from Comedian Lemmy, I think they said, um, they said, I had the pleasure of meeting Peter Stringfellow at a charity do. He was uh, down-to-earth and very funny. They took it the surprisingly bit. <laughs> As if that would be a bad thing. Like, you know, you wouldn't think it, but he's actually done earth. They thought, don't take surprisingly out. So, um, no, I don't, I, I, that's the only one I made on it the telly. And okay. I, I would be able to go back in my old tweets and, like, count up how many actually made it onto a, 
lot of paper or whatever, but yeah. I had to delete all my tweets after the, the BTS uh, scandal. <laughs> Do you know about that? No, what's this? Well, um, I'm fucking shiting it right now because now it's in the video and everything. We'll cut this bit out. You can cut it. B- BTS, I don't know anything about... I-, I didn't know anything about BTS and I was on holiday at the time uh, a few months ago and they popped up in my, my timeline on, on, on Twitter, or, you know, Twitter moments. Yeah. Somebody's had their hair cut and fans can't deal, you know, that kind of thing. And it was like BTS or something. And I thought, one of these days I'm going to get around to actually fucking <laughs> watching like one of their videos or something... And I mentioned that, that's what I said. I just said on Twitter, one of these days I'm going to get around to watching one of their videos. And people saying, oh, oh, watch yourself. Watch yourself. Don't talk about them. The fans are fucking mental. And obviously I thought, right, fuck this. I'll do what I fucking want. So I just, I, <laughs> so I just, I just said, um, I, just, I just tweeted, man, I don't know BTS. I don't know BTS. If there's any fans, then I don't know them. But I just tweeted, uh, BTS are... Something like BTS are shite, or their hair's crap, and their clays are uh, crap, and oh, and they mime. It was something like that. <laughs> and within about two weeks, I uh, had been uh, suspended for Twitter. <laughs> they, went, they, they went through, like, first of all, I got like, hassled quite a bit and everything, and I was like, right, right, just, just a fucking joke. Um, <laughs> but then they went through all my old tweets, and I got done for one tweet about, like, honestly, six fucking years ago. Nothing, before BTS were fucking born. <laughs> <laughs> BTS were born. Oh. Oh. Uh, fucking... Right. Um, I, and, and it was a tweet of me saying to some guy that was nothing to do with BTS, I said to some guy, I'll kill you, you cunt. <laughs> That's what it was. Everybody does that, though. And, <laughs> like, I've been chucked off for Twitter before for saying, like, ah, oh, something, 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 you cunt, to somebody that I fucking know. Yeah. But cunt's a big thing, like, in America, and Twitter's right. pretty much American, so um, you can get people fucking chucked off Twitter, like, for 24 hours just for saying cunt to somebody. Right. And any, in the Glasgow context, anyway, I got, uh, somebody found this tweet, right? I'll kill you, you cunt. <laughs> and I got banned. I got yeah. banned for, like, you know, until I deleted the tweet. Wow. Uh, which ended up then, and I thought, before I like unban myself, before I delete the tweet, I'm going to have a wee look to see all my old tweets first, just in case you know they get me again, because it sort of adds up. You don't, you're like, you might get banned for 24 hours. If they catch you at it again, a week. Catch you at it again, banned. So I had to search through all my old tweets to see if I'd call anybody a cunt or anything yeah. like that, and it was just full of fucking. I'll kill you, you cunt. Kill you, you cunt. Kill you, you fucking cunt. Die, you cunt. Die, you fucking cunt. Um, so I thought I can go through and individually one by one and I did do that I started yeah. to be going like the fuck delete 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 and I just went wipe the lot wipe the fucking lot and that in itself takes ages you kind of just press one button and it deletes a lot you've got to do it in waves you've got to do it in like <laughs> 2000 at a time and it took me fucking all night and that's it I'm fucking uh, clean I'm, I'm yeah. clear I'm clear as the same Scientology terms <laughs> I'm not a Scientologist I don't like no, I've got in against Scientologists or BTS. <laughs> um, so, no, I don't know how many no. times I've done that charity thing. Okay. 
think we're going to get three questions. Going to, go, going to get through three questions. I think that's it. It's all right, though. We don't have many questions. Um, I, well, there is stuff to talk about because you, in the last two years, your autobiography has come out. Yeah. Which is called... Thank you very much. Surprising Down to Earth and Very Funny. Uh, and it's, I honestly think it's one of the best autobiographies I've ever read. Uh, Thank you very much. Certainly of a comedy person. But it's, it's I think it's such, I don't, the, the, you're, the, it's such an important book because I think... Um, important, you hear that? Yeah. Because <laughs> when, when the paperback comes out, you take quotes. You might, <laughs> you might take quotes for uh, famous people, celebs or you know, something like that and then stick them on the front. Yeah. Um, important. Yeah, important. Rachel Perry. Important. You can have that. Um, because lots of reasons. Like, it's very, it's very honest. And it's very honest about being a man and in, in a good way, which we'll talk about uh, later. Uh, and, uh, but also, I think you don't get many books written. I say this to you backstage. You get books by, written by working class people if they've been, like, a misery memoir of, like, I was a kid and I was abused and I was kept in a cellar. You know, I'm not taking the piss out of that. <laughs> I'm not... Uh, <laughs> it's bad. I just right, want to point out if he gets cancelled. <laughs> notice when he said that, I had no reaction on my face. <laughs> I, I didn't laugh a line or anything like that. I was visibly. But, <laughs> <laughs> but there aren't many uh, books that are written by just fairly regular people who, you know, you, I'm not saying you've, you had the stuff in your life, but it's not, it's not of that magnitude. So it's like a, it's kind of a, a, a book about a life that you don't generally get people writing books like that. I was talking about Nick Frost uh, similarly wrote that book with some similar instance in it, actually. But again, that, that is a voice you're not hearing very often, that kind of middle-lower-class, middle, middle, middle middle-class kind of uh, childhood. So I think it's really good. And you're a brilliant writer. You're a really good writer. Thank you very much. You can put that on there. You can put that brilliant on Brilliant writer. Brilliant actually writer. A very, actually a very brilliant writer. See, when you mentioned Nick Frost before, <laughs> yep. I thought you were talking about that... Uh, Political guy that does the, the you know, he's, he's got dark hair at the side, bald at the top. Is that yeah. Nick? Nick Robinson. Nick Robinson. Yeah. I thought you meant him. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> he's a pure working class fucking, <laughs> fucking seaman. And, and then I and I asked you, oh, yeah. you mean the guy that isn't like the other one? Yeah, it's not. It's the, yeah. See, some people say, like, when I'm streaming my games that I'm getting early dementia. And I think I'm like, <laughs> Oh, you mean the guy who is in the other one? If you mean not Simon Pegg, then I, <laughs> I him that's in the thing with the other guy, but he's not the other guy. He's, he's, he's the other yeah. one. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I could talk to you a bit about you. I, mean, I, I really and, and and often the childhood bit of an autobiography isn't that good, right? But your childhood bits are great. I think it's very interesting. I was very interested. Uh, well, a that you were saying. You felt like you'd missed a day, right, at school? Which aye, I, I aye, think, aye. but I think that is the bollywig. Yeah, the bollywig. I'm very interested mm. in, but I think it's a common thing, right? I think there's a as a kid, you sort of there's so much information coming at you that often you think I don't know, what, I don't know what anyone's talking about, what's going aye. on, and that's what happened to you, right? Aye. So you, you had this aye. thing with the bollywig, which aye. you may have to say. Oh, I don't, I don't know if it, how many have read the book, or some people have read the book, but they've no listened to the autobiography, so, so, so they're wondering what the tune is. Yeah, and it's. The bollywig is round and small. He hasn't any hair at all. He has and sometimes when his salty plumes. <laughs> and for years, I'd I, like I, I wondered what that was. I didn't know what the fuck everybody was singing at the time. But yeah. for years, I was like, 
waiting for it to pop up. You know the way that see see men at work um, land down under. Yeah. See that bit? That's taken for the kookaburra. It's a like an old song. Okay. I thought, is it one of these songs? Is is she knocked us for somewhere? Never heard it anywhere <laughs> until like fucking what was that? Twenty years, well, fifteen years later in college. Yeah. A guy just uh, that I was in. No, you don't quite a class course. Yeah. We. Uh, just happened to fucking whistle that that tune while waiting for a lift, and he went. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so we we all What did you? So I just nothing, nothing. No, what, 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 just nothing, just a wee tune that. Well, what? Just a wee tune for school. It wasn't it? the Bollywood. Was <laughs> the fuck did you? And he, I didn't know the words, and he didn't know the, the yeah. fucking words. So he didn't know the words either. He didn't know the Since words Since you either. put the book out, has anyone told you what the no, words are? Nobody has went, I know, I heard the tune in um, your audio book. Oh, that's, that's a fucking song for the yeah. 1930s. That, no, no, no. It's, it's, you, know, like, you know, like sectarian songs are based on other fucking songs. <laughs> like, I remember once here, there's a song called, uh, what the fuck is it? I don't know if it's the like fucking Sash or, I, I don't know. It's like a kind of... Rangers are Celtic, or one of these sort of songs, I, I can't remember. And I heard it coming out, uh, a, wee, a wee Wayne's fucking ride, you know, the type you put 20 pence in. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, where the fuck was it? It was next to the Red Road, uh, Red Road Court Flats, I remember when I was about fucking 20 or something like that, and I heard um, it coming out. What was it? Was, uh, the, the, it was like... See that? That's like a pure fucking sectarian thing. Yeah. And it was coming out of that. But see, because it was in Glasgow, I thought, that's not a fucking accident. <laughs> you know, all these tunes today come from somewhere else, but I thought, there's no way that. It's just, oh, what? I'm not involved. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I so no, nobody said no. So fuck, fuck Does anyone, anyone remember it from school? Bonnie Don't ask them. They'll fucking lie. But they'll... No. They'll... Sorry, sorry for being, uh, sorry for snapping like that. It's just I'm used to, when I'm streaming, whenever I'm streaming games, and I say, what way do I go, left or right? Left. Right, and, and you know, left, and it isn't fucking left. Did I go up and they tell me to go down when I should have went up? So when you said, ask them, they would say, I... <laughs> sorry, sorry, that's changed me. The stream has changed me. It's not pure like fucking Pink Floyd, Roger Waters spitting on a fucking audience. Sorry, sorry. But I think that's you know I think there's it's even though that's like a weird story that is is just yours. I feel that that confusion of childhood really. You know, I don't think that I think there is something different about you as well. But I think everyone. I think everyone has that feeling. I love that story in the fun house where you're talking about oh, the, the kids waving and the, yeah. the parents waving back and that affecting your whole life. Yeah. That they, they, you're going up, kids are waving, mm-hmm. adults are waving back, kid waves, yeah. the adults wave back, you wave, the adults they don't wave, wave back. back. They wave back. I fucking see it right now. I know exactly where I was. I know exactly what angle. I could go to that exact place in that park and tell you exactly what way I was facing and there I fucking was. I affected me for years just thinking... Yeah. People just don't... I'm fucking weird and people don't like me. I mean, I could have been right about that. Yeah. But I based it on the wrong thing. I mean, I was wrong about that, but people genuinely might not actually fucking like me <laughs> because there's something about me. But um, I remember just that and other wee things. Like, certain wee things went into my fucking mind when I was young that affected me for years. Like, um, 
one thing I didn't put in the book was, I remember I was walking about Can Wadri, I think I was in like primary seven or something, so it's about whatever that is, like 11 or something, and I remember hearing some lassie shout for a windy, you got a license for that wiggle? And it was like there's nobody else about, you know, just walking about Can Wadrick and there's nobody behind me, there's nobody ahead and I'm not looking to see, no windies, like, a few windies are a wee bit open but you don't know if it's that one or that one. And I'm like, oh no, I've got a pure, like, wiggle or something. And, and for the, I think I, that's affected my, like, you know, a pure walk fucking pure straight with no, you know, no sort of hip action and I think it's affected my fucking back. Yeah. I think my back's fucked because it, you know, there's no, I, I don't move it so I'm all kind of stiff now because of that. And I remember there was a lass in primary school who said that she saw me, she said to somebody, I saw him at the weekend, he's been pulling these trousers up all the time. Something like that. And I was feeling para about my trousers yeah. all the time. Or, you know, you're para about, I used to be para about this for ages, that if I put my helmet, that happens. You know, you can notice it, but you know when you, this is a long, this is long sleeve, but you know, like, like I'd, I'd have like a shirt or a jacket and you put your helmet and it does that. <laughs> And I thought, oh no, that's too short for me. And I noticed that one of my legs is longer than the other. Yeah. I noticed that if I looked at the back, that that trouser leg came down a wee bit further than the other. Just para is fuck. Yeah. Because of these wee... But that, that, that was a big one. The, the Funhouse one was a yeah. big one. But that... Have you got a license for that wiggle? <laughs> that's affected. I mean, that affects fucking everything about you. Affects everything. But that's a that's a little sexy compliment, isn't it? That's like going, you're a sexy man walking uh, past. See, if, see if whoever the lassie was who said it. Remember, I was like fucking primary seven, right? I was honestly about 11. If she was right there <laughs> and she went, she's got a license for that wiggle, <laughs> and you know, gave me a wink or something, then that would have been different. You're not going to get a fucking primary seven saying that to you, got a license for that wiggle. <laughs> But if it was like that, then I'd be maybe a wee bit embarrassed, and then I'd go away like, I've got a nice wiggle or something. But it was a no, it was like, got a license for that wiggle. And then there's the then there's the whole fucking that I made a sketch at this. Then there's the whole fucking hair sexy. Then you turn, no you. <laughs> I've been caught out by that one a few times. Or you know, a wolf whistle. Ah, no, you, you ain't my fucking. <laughs> Horrible. I remember a lassie in secondary school. Uh, I'd, I'd moved secondary school in fifth year because I was seeing this lassie in this other school and I thought, right, I'm just going to move to this. I hate my school, I'm just going to move. And I went to this new school and ended, ended up breaking up with her, so there you go, I failed on my fucking hires for any reason. And, um, but there's this lassie in this class that we got and uh, it was that French class. You, you didn't do fucking anything and it was just like sitting about doing fuck all. And I got to know her for a few weeks and everything. And, and she says, can I speak to you? Can I, can I speak to you about something? I went, aye, they're here. There's only about five people in the class. And she took me out there and she went, um, just want to let you know, oh, you've probably been able to tell, but I, I, I really like your fancy. You. And I went, all oh, right, right. Uh, fuck, I, 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 I like you or not. I, mean, I, 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 cannot, I was able, I, I was kind of able to tell. I was able to tell. She went, I'm only fucking joking. <laughs> and then she had a laugh about it and sort of walked away and I was like... <laughs> and I'd say, I, I was able to tell I could tell. I'm only fucking joking. And it was horrible and she was all right, we're having a laugh after it, but I was like, for fucking ages. Like, 
Bullshit. She fucking, she backed her and she shot her. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking horrible, that. But it plays anyway. on your mind. I mean, like they, I guess most people would have these things happen and don't necessarily remember them 40 years later or whatever, 30 years later. Or Maybe sometimes go deep, deep, like Inception, like yeah, Inception, yeah. like fucking deep into your mind and I, it steals fucking everything. Right. You worked out with the fun house that the, the, the kids were probably the... It was probably oh, their aye, 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 So, you know, but it, but it took you, like, until you had kids to realise... It took me out, like, I just thought a, a few fucking years ago. Yeah. Really, I thought for ages that I, they were, they were uh, waving, the people outside were waving to the wee boy and lassie in front of me because, oh, we wave at wee boys and lassies because we like boys and lassies, so we, we wave like that. Oh, look at the wee wains waving at the window in the fun house. And then when I got to the window and I waved, they were like... <laughs> I just thought, we'll wave at him, we'll wave at her. No, you, though. <laughs> we don't like you. And that was that. I just thought something about me. And, I, and, I, and it took yeah. me years later, in my, what was that, fucking 40s, to the it just, it just hit me, I don't know, at like two o'clock in the morning. Wait a fucking minute. I, I noticed it. <laughs> I noticed it because I was waving at my son in the morning in, in, in school, and I would see the odd uh, Wayne waving back in my direction. And I'd be like that. And I'd go... Oh, and I'd see like a parent next to us. They were, that's, oh, that's their way. Oh, they're waving because of, oh. <laughs> that was their, that was our boy and lassie's fucking parents. They were waving because that was their way. And I know the fucking way. Yeah. That's why. But by that point, the, the damage was done. <laughs> Will it be here today, though? <laughs> Wasn't well, for that need to get, no, waved it, no, that. Only they'd known. Only they'd known. Um, now, in the book, I think the most affecting chapter, and I genuinely mean it's genuinely... Can I, can I interrupt you again? Yeah. Affecting. <laughs> Remember, affecting me on E. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely mean this. This made me, it made me laugh and cry at the same time, which hasn't happened very often in my life. Uh, was There's a chapter about your first successful wank. Yeah. And it's, the mo- it's honestly one of the most beautiful things I I've seen in literature. I... Yeah. In all of literature, autobiography. I'm waiting for you to go out. Talk us through that. <laughs> but it's. But, if you want. <laughs> but I, you see, what I think interesting about that, and you talking about your early sort of sexual uh, misadventures, really, is it's a it's a thing that not many men talk about. They don't men sort of brag about sex and brag about being great at sex and everything being fantastic with them, and men don't usually talk about you know not being able to get erections or, or not being able to spunk up or... You know, that's not a manly thing to do. So I think it's really massively important that you've written that chapter about you wanking. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> but I think it's... Because it's, it's, you're so happy when you finally can... Oh, you know, it's I, been a long journey of... Uh, I, because uh, I never felt normal. You'd have other guys in your school and they're playing football and they're wearing the right clays and everybody's fucking normal. And you come out with this shite. You're always saying, the, I'm, it's not like, you know, like when I, when, I, when I was writing the book or if anybody writes about themselves, it's not like this thing that I'm describing happened all the time. I always felt out of place. Not always. Or, or you know, I didn't, didn't fit in. Uh, I didn't really have a lot of pals. Now, well, I had that pal actually. Then again, I did have that one. But I did feel that you have your normal people and then you got kind of weirdos or people that, that don't say the right thing at the right time or something. But I felt that other guys were talking about like shagging and 
fucking wanks and poking and all that and gobbles and lickouts and all that sort of shit. <laughs> even if they were doing it or no, they were all talking about that. And, uh, and, and even wanking. Uh, I was like, what? You know, like, what? What is that? I wasn't quite sure because you don't fucking see. I mean, these days uh, on the internet, you're going to see everything. But back then, there's no, there's no, like, you're not, not going to find a fucking magazine in a park showing you how to have a wank. No. <laughs> It'll show you, like, tits bump fanning a lot, as they say in Gregory's Girl. But um, don't actually show you how, right, here's how you have a wank, wee man. <laughs> I'm not going to show you that. So I didn't really know what it is. You don't want to no. say it to somebody. You don't want to reveal it to somebody. Hey, listen, I've never had one of these. How did you have one of these wanks anyway? What is it you do? <laughs> but because I was circumcised, I got circumcised when, I don't, I don't know what age it was, but it was later on because um, I had a, according to what my mom and dad told, it was a problem with my foreskin. Mm-hmm. It was like too tight or oh, my cock was too big, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, they say there was something to do with my foreskin. It wasn't. Um, it, it's meant to when you get a certain age. It's meant to be able to pull back. It's fucking see, see, because I've not got a foreskin. It, that fucking disgusts me. <laughs> and, I, and I can say that because because I'm a guy. But the idea of this fucking bad skin coming back and there's this fucking cheesy shit underneath it. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> but it, it didn't come back. I think I can't remember having one. Um, and then, so I got circumcised for, for that reason. Yeah. And then for years I thought that it kind of meant I can't have a wank. Yeah. I don't know how I got it in my head, but I, I thought I can't, I, I thought I can't come either. And I remember having a piss in the toilet once in, uh, in school, in the school toilets. And I had a hard on at the time. Um, this was like, what, second year or something. And I sort of, you know, pulled it down and pissed into the, the urinal. And yeah. I noticed bubbles came up because I'm, Pishing, you know, you're making bubbles because you're yeah. the force of the fucking pish hitting the, the wall. And I thought, is that spunk? <laughs> because I remember for primary school years, they, they showed you some sort of like a thing to do with fish and this fish spunk. No, no, the eggs, but this kind of bubbly stuff. And I thought, bubbles, the fish thing that I saw three years ago, is that spunk? I didn't know. So I'd always associated me being circumcised with no being able to have a wank, no being able to come. Yeah. It didn't cross my mind that people with, with, that are circumcised can have fucking wanes, uh, obviously, <laughs> but I thought it's not going to happen. And then one night, um, one night I had a, a wank and, you know, I thought I'd try it and, and, and it kept going. It started to feel good. And I thought, wait a minute, I, this is actually doing something. This doesn't just feel like I'm pulling on my finger. This is, <laughs> something's changed. And then, before you know it, <laughs> and, and it wasn't just like, oh, I've had a fucking wank. It was like, yeah. it meant a lot to us because... Yeah. Um, um, That's the moving part. It, it, fucking, I, it meant a lot. I thought, I'm fucking normal. I can fucking spunk. Yeah. I'm just like one of these normal cunts with a fucking, you know, their, their cords, black cords, and their fucking good trainers, and they kick a football. But I'm just like one of them. <laughs> yes. Um, I felt, it, felt, it felt fucking brilliant. It felt yeah. good. Actually, having a wank. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. But in a, in a, a spiritual and self-exploration yeah. sense, <laughs> I felt really validated. But there is, you know, it was confusing. It reminded as I was listening to that this second time, it reminded me that for ages, you know, you don't know how exactly the same. I didn't know how to wank, and you see people doing that. Aye. So I just thought you grabbed the bottom of your cock and did that. Like you did, you yeah, and just, and just did that. Yeah, right. just did the from the bottom, Aye. and I wanked like that. I think. I think I might have first come doing that, but it took really? me a fucking long time. Really? <laughs> it took me it took me a long time to come. I knew I could come because I'd had wet dreams, right? But right. I could never come through masturbating. And then I would I, I just had this moment. 
Aye. Grabbing it at the bottom and scrying and trying to... And it's, you know, that's his... But just by, What's just the by, fun in this, you fucking dick? You managed to come around. just by like, wobbling? <laughs> I, think, I think I wobbled it enough. I might be wrong about that. I mean, I did eventually come, but that's, that might be why it, that, the, the chapter touched me so much. Right. I still, wonder I, how many, uh, many folk I'll be trying out in 80. <laughs> Try wanking, like, get home tonight, fellas. It's mainly aimed at this. I, and, wonder, uh, I wonder if you could... We're, we're going to get fucking ch- chucked out of here, you know, for taste and decency laws and all that, but I wonder if you can have a, a wank. Like if, you, if you're saying you could have a wank just by moving a bit like that, I wonder if you could have a, a wank just by, like, stoning up with a hard one and just going, like, side to side. So it's like, I wonder if you've did it, did it enough, you could actually... Just by going like that. You know, like, the exercise things where you... Yeah, yeah. You do that. You know when that... And you see them in parks? You see them in parks, you just stone it and you go like that. Just on early. Wait a minute. Imagine it. Yeah. But I think that's, you know, but also nobody, so like as you went on to, and got older in the book you're talking about, but nobody talks about, um, I had the same thing with, I couldn't come like in, having, in sex for ages and ages. And you didn't come from having sex for, until you bet your current partner, I think, is that is the right thing when you, was that the thing in the book you say? Anyway, uh, but it 20, was for a long time. 22, maybe yeah. even. Uh, Aye, 22. Because, like, again, the stereotype of men is, like, the opposite, right, isn't it? The minute you touch it, it's... And it's over. Aye. But, you know, I could do that for a long time and nothing else. No, but I was... You know, but it's that... It's, you call it fanny fright. Did you, did you think this is what you're going to get tonight? <laughs> <laughs> We're in the theatre royal. Let's talk about this. I, oh, think, aye, aye. I think it's important fanny, to talk aye. about it because I think men... You know, the, men don't talk about it. And also, the, the kind of guys who are going to... The kind of men who are going to read your book, they won't necessarily be talking about stuff like this so I think for someone like you who for some reason some people will respect I think, mate, <laughs> to talk about to talk did y'all see the Bee Gees on uh, Graham Norton <laughs> and then they walked off yeah. the, you, it kind of cut to uh, Barry Gibbs face now and again just before and he was like ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm doing right now now you know what I like what I hear peace no you know what no, no, no. <laughs> but it's good to talk because it's, it's the, you know, I, when that was happening to me and, I, you know, I wasn't coming having sex when I had sex, you kind of think, oh, God, I'm a freak, there's something wrong with me. But it's that thing where you're scared, you're scared, you don't know what you're meant to be doing. Yeah. And, you know, to see someone writing about that, I think, is really, really important. I, people have said it's not necessarily about that, but different things about, um, they're glad that I've talked about this, I've talked about that, and I've said before, and this isn't some sort of fucking humble brag but I sort of put myself down but I also sort of fucking brag at the same time but people have said that they, they like the book the, um, the honesty or talking about certain things and it's helped them mental health wise yeah, yeah. Uh, not because I've gave any advice about see if you feel like this you should do that see if you feel like that well what you need to do is you need to do this just by talking about me just, just by me going on about me and saying here's how I feel it helps other people so um, and that must go the same for fucking anybody, you know, if, if, if everybody just talks about uh, how they feel, then everything's just better. And you get some people who try to fight back against it, like, oh, it's all kind of fashionable to talk about mental health. You get your peer, peers and Morgan types that suddenly the last few years people are talking about how they feel about certain things or maybe mere men or just people in general, so, social media or whatever. But you can't, I'd rather have too much than that than too fucking little that people talk about because um, all that hiding all that hiding away yeah, and bottling yeah. stuff up no telling anybody I fucking hate this 
You know, I, lo- I love doing that. Like, I-, I really enjoy things that I don't like when I admit to myself that I fucking hate them. Yeah. Like going on holiday. I don't like going on holiday, um, sitting about doing nothing. And it's only when I say to myself, see, this, this, is, uh, this is fucking shite. <laughs> this is boring as fuck and I don't want to be here. Right away, it makes me laugh. It makes me feel better. Yeah. So if you just uh, kind of honest with yourself about... Um, or if you're new, I'm actually trying to give fucking advice. If you're just honest with yourself, you know... <laughs> You like everybody else, but just be honest with yourself. You're not liking something, you're not liking it. But someone being honest about it, then you are. I mean, it's like ridiculously honest, the book. It's that, but that's, you know, and, it, and it's not. I think some people write an autobiography mentioning your name's Peter Kate to make themselves just to look good. You know, they're just, every, every story is, oh, and I did this and I was brilliant and, uh, and, my, and my life's great. And, you know, they wouldn't admit the embarrassing stuff, or if they do, it would be to get some, you know, to have some little yeah. path out, to, a humble brag kind of thing. But this is, you know, this, there's stories in the, that you, you're only telling because they're true and they don't reflect necessarily well on you, but, the, but it is, to see someone be open about that, I think is really important. I mean, and yeah, the mental health stuff, the, there's obviously stuff about uh, suicide attempts or wanting to kill yourself and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I think to see someone, again, to see someone talking about that, I mean, that, that time when you uh, gave up, it was the day you gave up drinking, wasn't it? Aye, aye, aye. The idea yep. that you were going to throw yourself off a bridge. Aye, I was going to go... It sounds funny, that, didn't it? I, I was waiting for people to bust out laughing. You said you're going to throw yourself <laughs> off a bridge. You just, I just immediately wanted to laugh, even though I'm talking about my fucking suicide. Well, I didn't really actually talk myself or I wouldn't be fucking here. But um, aye, the last, the last hangover I had uh, was that 7th of June 2004. Um, I was going to go along to the suspension bridge. I was in Glasgow Green. I was going to go kind of two-minute walk and, and just jump in the water and, like, basically drown myself. None of this sort of, oh, you're falling for a height, you break all your fucking bones, it knocks you out, and hopefully it knocks you out and that kind of thing. I just thought, I want to fucking drown. I want to drown and I want it to be freezing and I want to regret it. And I want to, you know, horrible, horrible, so horrible feeling that I can't even remember now. I can't, um, I can't remember how bad it felt, but it was enough to make me, it's enough to make me no drink all this time. Yeah. Because I still want a drink, you know, I'd still uh, fucking every day. I mean, I don't wake up in the morning and go like that, I'm dying for a drink. But if I'm taking a glass of red wine through to Lynn, uh, Lynn I poured a, a red wine, I'm taking it through. I also have a wee, a wee sniff and go, fuck, I'll just be magic, just one fucking glass. But there's no, no such thing as one glass. Why would you fucking stop at one? Why? I've never been able to understand people who, who can have like two or three drinks go... Right, that's me, I've had enough. <laughs> but you're enjoying it, fucking keep going. Yeah. It's, and, and it's only when I went on antidepressants, which I've been after for quite a while, but um, how happy I felt, how content I felt with life on antidepressants, I felt quite happy and it didn't feel really artificial. It didn't feel like, oh, I'm so happy, I'm at a funeral, this is really nice, isn't it? <laughs> I just felt this sort of general, all right, yeah. feeling, and I thought, is this what a fucking normal person feels like? And I thought... Is this what people feel like, these people who can sort of stop after two or three drinks? They go, I've got the urge to drink myself into fucking oblivion because I'm quite happy with life. I, I quite like being like nice and happy and feeling present and all this sort of shit. Whereas I'm um, the opposite. I want to fucking get right fucking into that. Yeah. I want to drink like fuck. I'm dying for a drink right now. Think about it. <laughs> it's just a good fucking feeling getting drunk and then getting drunker and drunker and drunker. And, until, and then waking up the next day and you're fucked and it's horrible. And um, I'm trying to remind myself why I fucking stopped drinking. But <laughs> that's my problem. I've got a bit of a shite memory for how I felt about something that 
forgot how bad that hangover was or forgetting, no, no, when you get drunk, you get fucking miserable when you go yeah. into your, your own wee bubble and, you know, the life and soul of the fucking party, you're a fucking miserable, cheeky cunt. Yeah. So, no, you forget your rose-tinted fucking specs, but, um, uh, I itching, 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 itching for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go and have a drink after, but it's, that seems fine. Um, but again, I think, like, someone reading that if they, if they are depressed and then thinking, oh, but, you know, how your life's turned out after that is, you know, so you were at a point where you were that despairing I, that you only just kind of talked yourself out of it by thinking about the logically and, you know, realising you'd, you'd, you'd sort of mourn yourself if you were dead. But, you know, you could get to that state and then come out of it and then you're lucky. like... Yeah, would you? I was lucky. I mean, must be so many fucking people in that situation who wanted that lucky for that, a, a certain thought to pop into their mind at a certain time or certain... Uh, well, obviously, everybody that goes through it, that does all that, that, that thought didn't pop into their mind, or they didn't have that feeling, and then they've, they've went ahead and done it. And I'm lucky that I just had this, uh, the, the way I thought about it. Um, not, not that I fucking achieved it, and I was just lucky the way certain things popped into my mind. And especially being that hung air, because you can't, it's so fucking hard to fight a chemical fucking downer like yeah. that, because it's so hard to think your way out of it, but. I just had this feeling that, no, I want to fucking live, I want to live, and I thought, right, I'm going to stop drinking. And then this fucking, oh, I'll start drinking shandies now, or I'll have a drink, and then an iron brew, and then a drink, and then an iron brew. It's got to be not, it's nothing, that's it, it's finished. And it, it gave me hope, I thought, this is it. I thought, this is it. I'm going to go back and tell Lynn, uh, Lynn, that's me, stop drinking, nothing, everything's, everything's all right now. Um, <laughs> She didn't believe it. She didn't believe it, obviously. Nobody yeah. fucking believed it. Everybody was like that, kind of chewing the fat. Sketch, take a drink. Come on, take a drink. <laughs> um, but, but I've not no drank in uh, 15 years, and, uh, and it's, it's fucking really, 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 really boring. <laughs> really, really boring. Some people ask me here, Lemmy, if you, uh, I'm thinking of stopping drinking. Have you got any advice? And I say, don't. <laughs> if you're thinking of stopping drinking, chances are you're all right. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm not an expert. Don't you know? Don't need to come <laughs> back to me. My boyfriend just told him that show, and now he's gone. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, I like Nadie could have told me to stop drinking. I couldn't have told me to stop drinking just by like being a bit of a mess and making a cunt of myself. That wasn't enough. I had to come that fucking close to that, and I toyed with idea. I taught myself for ages, but coming that fucking close to it, that that was enough to. To, to make me stop. I still yeah. felt suicidal, like, years later, I came back to that way of thinking and being suicidal, and I went on antidepressants and all the rest of it, but um, that that got rid of a lot of problems, just stopping drinking, yeah. just, just just like that. It's it's really, it's fucking hard, though. If you, I really wanted to stop, and I knew it was life or death for me. Yeah. It wasn't a case of, I can have one or two. I can't have fucking one. I don't want to have one. Um, so it was easy for me to stop because I can't moderate it. I can't moderate fucking anything. Yeah. It's because I love life too much. <laughs> I, love li- I love life. Well, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <laughs> but, you, you know, all the things you got, all the, the, you know, you got into a lot of trouble as a, a young a young lad and you were... I mean, you're right about... I mean, it was drugs as well, obviously, but you're stealing... You stole, there's a great chapter about stealing the car and, and yeah. regretting that now as a... I car theft when I was 15. Uh, me and my pals got done for car theft. And I, I was tripping at my... My first acid tripping at my box. And, and they knocked motors. I don't want to get them into trouble. No, nah, it's past. They're fucking, they're, one of them was fucking 14 at the time. I think one of them was fucking 14. The rest of them were 15. No, I think they were young. But one was 14. He was the best fucking driver at the lawyers. <laughs> he was like sitting on a fucking cushion. He had to sit on a kind of cushion and sort of be like that. Kind of rosy cheek, sort of like barely fucking yeah. like just a wee, like a wee boy, pretty much. And he was, uh, I shouldn't talk about it as if it's fucking rally driving, but not some guy, somebody's fucking motor, two of them. But I was tripping out my nut, and they went, Oh, we'd gone to knock motor, so I had to come along, and I went, I all right. Um, and I just kind of went along with it. I mean, I, I did what I did. I don't mean to say I went along with it, it's all their fault. The, you know, the yeah, I wouldn't have done it. I was, I was under the influence of, of, of classy hallucinogenics. Uh, otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> I wanted to do it. I just went, I, I almost didn't believe it. And then we're knocking a fucking motor at whatever it was, two in the morning, and pushing it down a fucking street, and then starting the fucking engine. And I, when we eventually got caught, I, it was me that got caught and ended up fucking inadvertently, sort of, in a way, grassing them all up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault, though. I was still fucking tripping in the, the interview room, and we all came up with this idea for a story. If, if we get caught, say that we were, we, we were fishing. Where were you? Where were you? There? Wasn't it us? We, we were fishing. I never thought to myself, but we don't have any fucking fishing rods. <laughs> but... If we all got caught, we'd all say we were fishing. That's why at nine in the fucking morning on a Saturday, whatever it was, we are like in the middle of nowhere. But I went, right, I'm not, no, I'm not running with yous. I'm going to go myself. Like, I'm going to split apart because yous will all get caught as a group and I'll be fine. And then it was me that got fucking caught. And then I got into the interview room, tripping at my fucking nut. Pupils like that. So where, where were you? Where were you? I, I was fishing. <laughs> fishing, fishing by yourself. No, well, we're pals. All right, okay, okay. And, and who are these friends? Um, well, I don't really want to say. Why do you not want to say, son? Why do you know? I mean, I'm just fishing, son. Why do you not want to say? What, if you're just fishing, you know? <laughs> ah, right enough. Um, right. <laughs> well, we say. 
Do you know? Fucking hell, it's a good, po- good fucking point. Who's <laughs> doing your business, officer? Can I go? Like, I know my rights. Here I'm in my first fucking acid, 15 years old. I know my rights. It's none of your business. Just like that. I, um, I, uh, John, uh, John, what? Out with a fucking pen right in the dinner. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and where does he stay? I don't know. You don't know where Paul stays. You don't know where Paul stays. <laughs> so you just meet up, you just bump into each other. All right. One main street, let's go, okay. <laughs> Once they had all that, they went, right, okay, son, now, that was just a pack of lies because we saw you, Captain of uh, Police, that himself saw you in the car there, we saw you have a fingerprint somewhere, the motor, son. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say you're fucked, but I just thought, well, that's it, I've just, that must have been the easiest, I must have took about 30 fucking seconds. <laughs> Get all the info. He thinks he's just fucking grassing up his balls for fucking fishing. Ha ha, we know you knocked him motors. Because they drove right fucking past us and looked right at us. Um, and that was it. And I got done for it. And I got fucking done the most. Yeah. I got done as a fucking ringleader. And I was the only one that can't fucking drive. I can't drive to this day. And I got done as a fucking ringleader. Because I was the, the oldest. Yeah. You know, so if I'm like, right, I'm the fucking master. I mean, tripping out my not. You are all going to knock fucking motors for me. <laughs> You're doing it. I don't want it. You're doing it. <laughs> I don't know how to drive. You're going to learn. Um, I got fucking done the most for it. And uh, yeah. I took driving insurance, car theft, driving. The, I think I got it done for a wee bit of hash and all that I had in my pocket right. that I thought I lost earlier that night. It's funny. I thought I had a bit of hash that I thought I had that whole night. So where is it? Tripping up my nut like that. Where is it? Where is it? And then when I got pulled by the, the police and they, they got us in the motor and asked us where I was and then they searched my pockets they found that bit of hash and I was like oh there it is <laughs> <laughs> <It's> funny <laughs> fucking hell so you know it's 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 kind of because you know this carried on there was, we don't go through all of it but there was quite there's a lot of instances where, with drinks and drugs where you were doing stupid things there's a bit where you're nearly you're cutting yourself in the graveyard to avoid being fought by oh aye, aye, aye. that's fucking crazy oh i i that was that was mad that was uh either i can't i think it was a broken bottle i can't remember but i had two guys in the bus uh, i think it was when i was a student so it was like see see getting into trouble with the police and all that was when i was about 17 that was just between school and college i just kind of went after ales and uh, once I went to college, that was it, everything was fine, but I still had a bit of fucking uh, mad streak in me, and I was on on a bus at night, kind of 10 o'clock, during the weekday, upstairs, and I think I was up the front, there was like two guys up the back, and I got into more detail in the book, you know, I'd seen this guy about, and I kind of fancied him in a fucking way, um, but I was like, who is this guy, this fucking hard man, who's he think he is, and I heard them laughing, ha 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 ha, ha ha ha, and I just... I was like that, and I can't fucking fight, I'm not hard, man. Yeah. I just, I was like, what's so, what's so funny? Or, he's laughing at, and they're like, what? <laughs> like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, I can't turn around. I was like, oh, what? You know, it, it kind of went like that, and I thought, yeah. it felt good to be drunk, and just, what does it feel like to be a nutter? <laughs> what does it feel like to go like, oh, what? You know, this fucking, well, fuck, what you, let's see you fucking do something about it, like, how, you know, that's why people, one of the reasons maybe people play, I don't know, Grand Theft Auto and things like that, you get fantasise about hurting people and being hard or whatever the fuck it is. And I just, I was drunk and I was kind of like that. And I says, well, morning, one, one off, one off, we'll fucking sort this out, one, one off, <laughs> one off the fucking bus. And they went, all right. And they, they actually, they could, it was weird because they came off the bus and we waited patiently to get off at the fucking stop, you know, standing next to each other. <laughs> 
And then we go off. It was at Thornley Bank, next to Thornley Bank train station. There's a graveyard right next to it. I think it's a new Thornley Bank cemetery, or the new, I can't remember the name of it. It's an old one, a new one. And, and I led them in there. I went, right, one, yeah, one, one in, one. And they were a bit behind us. It was weird because... I wasn't, and this is what I say in the book, I wasn't, I'm not a hard man, I'm not like a fucking challenge to them. I'm no, I've not got about a fucking briefcase full of money and they're going to like rob me. I'm just some fucking daft, daft fucking guy, yeah. drunk. And they're actually following me in to like bar me. And when I got into the, I, when I got into the graveyard, I went like that. I saw a bottle, I think it was, and I, and I smashed it. I went, hey, come on then, come on then. And I think I pulled my top up and I sort of scratched myself a bit. Come on, fucking stop, is it? Go on, kill us then, go on, kill us. And, and they were like, fucking, fucking nothing, man. Nothing. <laughs> and they went away, and it was weird. I remember when I was typing the fucking story, I, uh, I thought, this is fucking unbelievable. <laughs> because it's the sort of thing, if I was watching on the telly, I would go, you wouldn't do that. Guys, when they, like, calmly fall behind you and then get in and then, and then see you do that, going, nah, he's a, he's a nut, let's go. <laughs> it's like normally, like, a bit of passion or something, but you're fucking getting it, you cunt, or... <laughs> no, what were they going to do? Just calmly... What were they talking about? Like, fuck it, do you want to get off here and bar? Fuck it, I'm not else today, I don't know. Um, and that was it, and they walked away calmly, and that, that was it. Yeah. Um, but I didn't get barred, so no. that was that. But like, in the book, a couple of times, you're saying, I wonder if they saw you on TV, oh, aye, and aye, they aye. go, is that, that's the guy from the That's not fucking... Remember, I'm not, I remember the not I told you about that. It's him. <laughs> Well, I'm the, the fucking guy got all fucking here, fucking the bus. That bus thing, that's about us. Bus got the fucking yoke about us, about us. <laughs> fucking DD, he must surely, he must surely be like, see that guy, that was that guy, that was that was him. I've got a story going about, you know that, that, that Lemmy guy after telly? Um, I wonder if he wished that he battled us. I had my fucking chance to battle somebody after telly and I didn't. <laughs> I wonder if I won. Did I, did I technically win that fucking fight then? <laughs> I don't know, fuck it. Well, you know, maybe that guy at Milton Keynes train station, he'll go on to have his own TV show. I'll see him. Oh, that guy's the guy. <laughs> Could have had a fight with him. Um, let's wait. Look, there's, there's so much to, more to talk to you about, and there isn't all that much time. Let's talk about, well, the fact you can't drive, but every night you're driving. You drive on That's the... That's right. I'm driving uh, up to Bakersfield, Berlin, uh, kids. I'm driving on my uh, American truck simulator or Euro truck simulator yeah. too. And, oh, it's fucking magical. I'm streaming on Twitch in case you don't know. A Twitch uh, username, Lummy. Well, if you don't know fucking Twitch, chances are you're like, username, where'd I fucking type that? What did he just say? <laughs> um, I drive in a lorry. It's the most popular game that I fucking uh, play. And it's driving a lorry. I only got it for a joke. Yeah. Because people, because I looked up, people say, "Oh, get Euro Truck Simulator 2. And I looked up a video, and it's just, just these guys that have actually got big fucking steering wheels, and they've got like three fucking screens at left, like one at the left to see at the left window, one at the right to see it there. <laughs> and like that's fucking mad. And all your Dane's Dane fucking deliveries <laughs> driving. <laughs> There's no, it's not a big point sort of system. It's it's not like that. It's um. um but it's the most popular because I think it's at night time, people just watch him and try to go to sleep, and it's the sound of like me driving, and me talking a lot of shit for tours, and, yeah. and the sound of the indicator going. That's, that even me just saying that just makes me go, oh, fuck. You feel like you're saying to somebody, drive, drive me home. Drive me home. 
just a lo- lovely sound. And any time I play something else, like Overwatch, people fucking hate it. <laughs> the muck. I'm back yeah. on it. I've reinstalled Overwatch today, by the way. I'm going to be back on the muck. See, what was that? Like 10, 10 people? But okay. people. So you can sit at home and these, you play for like four hours and people watch I, you at home four. and they can, pay, they can pay you money to, to watch I, you. I, very, very generous people have made yeah. it that I can actually make it my fucking job. Yeah. As I'm a, I'm a, I was telling the fucking taxi driver here because he, he said, oh, what's the Theatre Royal? I said, me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my name's Lummy. How's it going? <laughs> fucking don't fucking put a horn on me. Um, and, and I said, and like one thing led to another, and I says, well, I mean, I was on the telly, but now I kind of sort of, um, uh, my job is I'm a, I'm a professional virtual lorry driver. <laughs> um, but like yourself, mate, but like yourself. <laughs> Um, I saw I, I did that people uh, give me money if they, f- if they feel like it and, and it's enough that I'm like I'm, I, that's it I, I, this is what I'm doing for my fucking job yeah. as long as that keeps up I'm like fuck it I mean I've got this telly thing coming up let me so made sure that's going to be early next year and it's, it's been a fucking I hope you like it if it ever gets fucking done man that's fucking it's either too rainy too windy too sunny I can't do stuff in the house because I've got fucking builders in and then they're no in and then I'm like, I can't be fucked. And then there's just general can't be fucked. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest obstacle in a lot. <laughs> Once that's out of the way, full fucking time streaming, full time trucking, that's it for the rest of my fucking life. All I've ever wanted is to sit in front of the computer and play games. That's all been done since I was wee. Atari 26 on our Sinclair ZX Spectrum, <laughs> Vic 20, 64, plus four, you name, Atari ST, it's all I've ever wanted today. Yeah. And, and now it's my job. I can't fucking believe it. I'm so... Tell, tell my subscribers, thank you very much. <laughs> it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Including, what, the birth of your win? Uh, no, of, of course not. That's <laughs> not. I'm a monster. Do you think any lorry drivers watch you do, could get home from work and watch you... Driving there, there is one. Yeah, there, is there's there? one who said he is a. a no, there's one that came in my, my book thing, right. um, the autobiography thing at the fringe, and, and uh, he said he was a, a truck driver. Right. He he watches it. I think I, I think I asked him, uh, "Was he driving a Scania, man? <laughs> DF, <laughs> Ideco, whatever the fuck it is. Can't remember what he said. Uh, it might have been Scania, but um, he uh, he watches it. He, yeah. So he drives and, and he watches it. He kind of gets. Do you not with... think it would make you furious if you were a actual lorry driver Aye. to watch a man pretending to do your job and making Definitely. way more money than you're making? If, if I was sitting there and I was a lorry driver and then I was watching one night and I was seeing somebody going like that, there you go, Lemmy, there's 20 quid. <laughs> I'd be like, what? <laughs> I'd be like, right, can I, I, could, I could transfer my fucking skills onto Twitch because yeah. I'm an actual fucking lorry driver. I'd be better at him, yeah. better than him. Um, but no, I've not had any anger for, for the, the lorry community. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> waiting for it, you know, waiting to be like kind of crossing the road at the green man and there's a lorry coming. It's all right, he'll stop. There's a green man. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. I figured it that. But I look at lorries now. If I see a lorry going by, you know, I'm like... <laughs> I look at it the way people look at like Lamborghinis and things. I'm like, Scania, Scania, is that a, is that a Volvo R730 there? I think that's a Scania R730. Anyway. 
you are, it's fa- I've been, I was watching some today on the train on the way up. Um, it's sort of fascinating. Good to go to, it is good to go to sleep. To, yeah, yeah. well, look, I do, a, I do a podcast where I clear stones um, off a field near where I live. It's just an audio thing at the moment, but a lot right. of people listen to it to go to sleep. Because I'm just describing going around a field. And can they hear the stones? Yeah, they can hear clicking the... Clicking against yeah, each yeah, other, yeah. right, yeah. right. So, so it is... A lot of people say, yeah, I'm using that to go to sleep too, which I find insulting because it's meant to be instructive to... Oh, it's maybe exciting. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm teaching people how to clear stones off a field and giving them... It's meant back. to be a fucking adrenaline. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get like... the whole sort of ASMR stuff on Twitch and YouTube. But people are just... Okay, I'm just going to un- unwrap this just now. You get all that, and I have I, I sort of accidentally do ASMR, ASMR yeah. because I've got to be um, quiet in case I wake up um, my girlfriend or my son um, because they're right there. You know, the wall, my room's right here, and behind that wall is her head because that's the, that's where the fucking bed head bit is. Yeah. Um, and so I've got to keep the voice. Now. So I'm just like, oh, thanks a lot. Cheers, I. So what is that? Uh, fucking <laughs> Boris fucking Johnson fucking. Hang on, hang on. And uh, if I get too loud, I get a, a message saying, shh. <laughs> so I do ASMR without, without meaning to. Yeah. And do you, think it can, do you think people will carry on watching that for the rest of your life? I fucking hope so. Yeah, okay. I hope so. Because I'm, I'm just like, right, fuck it. Too big to fail now. All in. All in. Fuck it. Just, just go for it. Just gamble. Just go for it. Sit here. And just keep at it. And if the numbers go down and people go, ah, oh, this is fucking shit again, again, fuck man, or something like that, just keep at it. <laughs> this is it. Commit to it. I, yeah. uh, uh, that's all I want to do. It's going to fucking kill me because I'm going to be sitting there for so long. I'm going to get no exercise and people are saying, do you think that you will one day maybe have a heart attack on the stream? <laughs> and I think I will yeah. because I'll be doing it that much. The chances are if I'm doing it daytime and nighttime, that really will do a kind of fucking Tommy Cooper and just, <laughs> just a whole... And I'll be driving, and I'll be like that. <laughs> Hopefully one of the children heart attacks and no one of the fucking... Ah! Ah! <laughs> one's there. No one of the... Get my pills! Get my pills! One's but The ones where you look like you're fucking coming. Really, like... <laughs> well, I've seen videos like that on YouTube. This guy doing a press conference, he has a heart attack and all that. And, you know, it's no nice to see somebody dying, but at the same time, I'm like, that's, that's how I want to go. That right there. Because <laughs> he's just, like, chatting away, and then he goes like that. <laughs> Bang, gone, just like that. That's yeah. exactly what... And it doesn't, it doesn't look like he's like that. <laughs> no, no, this is not his arm. No, 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 no. There's so much more to say, so much more to do. He looks like he's just like, here. What's that here? What's going on here? <laughs> um... So that's how I want to go. I just want to be that and everybody having a laugh. And it'd be funny if some people go like, that's no funny. But some people, some people, that's no funny, pretend to have a heart attack. My dad had a heart attack. And it'd be good if some people actually unfollowed me while I was having a heart attack. I'm unsubbing. Fuck, no, fuck this. That's, that's no funny. Let me get up now. Lying there for like, because Lynn would be next door. She might, I can imagine me hitting the fucking ground and her going, shh, the fucking message. His body wasn't found until nine o'clock the next day. <laughs> fucking flies away on me and all that shit out Mars. Still streaming? Yeah. Still fucking streaming. People still subscribe. People hearing the steam that sound when the shit comes at you when you die. <laughs> <laughs> the gas is coming out. Or like, it's not, you know, maybe it tastes something in your throat as well. Like, 
can imagine somebody who knows about stuff like that watching the stream. I can actually tell you he is actually dying. He is actually... <laughs> that's a death rattle there. That's it there, folks. I am doing it for the rest of my fucking life. Yeah. And dead. I mean... I can understand it, and, it's, I, and I get it, I get it. I mean, it's, it's a thing that appeals to me, and it's a part of the stuff that I do, is stuff like that, that I like, that not, not necessarily for four hours, but that's okay. But you're great, the, the sketches are great, and the writing's great. It'd be a shame if you're not going to go back to do that at all. And you're great live as well. It's a shame if you're not going to... No, for me. No, for me, because, um, I mean, I, li- I like this, I like being here, and I like doing the live shows, and I like writing stuff. Once it's once I'm on the stage, or once I've written the thing, or made it, like making this fucking tell like this, uh, it's only three episodes of Lemmy's homemade show, but it's yeah. been a fucking cunt to fucking make. I thought it'd be easy because I, I proposed. Here's the idea: it's like like Lemmy's show's got a cast and crew and people moving lights and uh, wardrobe, makeup. It's got all that. How about? People also like my YouTube stuff or my vines or whatever. How about a day the kind of rough and ready? style of that, but I date like my kind of broadcast quality camera, that type of thing, so we put it on the tele. Fantastic. And it's just no fucking work to it like that. Hard as fuck. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I'm going to cycle where here and I cycle for half an hour to film it someplace and there's some fucking, like, next to this canal and there's some guy fucking fishing. Yeah. Some guy fucking fishing there and I kind of go, excuse me, would you mind if I actually <laughs> filming? Because the guy would just go like that. No, no. <laughs> And that would, you know, be a fucking argument. Well, I would actually just go, all right, sorry, sorry. Um, it's been a, a fucking uh, a bastard, so I'm looking forward to when it's finished. But it'll be really hard to drag me away from sitting in front of that fucking yeah. computer. Um, but I want to make things. I've, I've got the camera. I want to make things. Maybe people in the stream can say, why don't you make a sketch like this or make a sketch like that? And then I go, right, like, let's write it on the stream and then let's film, like, stream me filming it and stream me editing it, which will obviously ruin the fucking sketch because you're nice to see it getting made. It's not going to work. Um, or write wee stories, they do a bit of that. Uh, you're doing a musical of the truck, the truck driver oh, that's musical. That's right, aye, yeah. aye, I started on a musical. How can I tell this is my lover? I was there, a bit of Eddie Redman there. Um, I, but I just, I just, it's all I want to fucking do. I like doing one thing yeah. all the time and never doing it. Anything else. That's all I want to do. Get up, sit in front of the computer, go live. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and go on for ages and then go, right, I suppose I better uh, go and see my family. So <laughs> I'll be on at 10 o'clock at night. Um, that's all I want to do. I don't see, I don't, I can't imagine doing anything else. And the people have paid me. Yeah. You know, I'm in their service now. I can't leave now, <laughs> even if I wanted to. He who pays the piper. Yeah, I like it. It's insane. It's, uh, it's literally insane. Imagine like going back 100 years and saying, I'm going to make a living pretending... 200 years. And there's going to be things called lorries. They're going to be like horseless chariots. People driving around. But I'm going to be a guy pretending to drive one of those that everyone around the world can see and they'll pay me to do it. Imagine I can imagine it. some people back then would get it. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> Maybe that's how we arrived here. Yeah. Like, by looking at the moon and seeing the moon and seeing it at the time, I thought, let's fucking... Maybe we should go there. Like that. By Back there, maybe somebody went, wouldn't it be good if there was something like, you know, you could drive a lorry that isn't a lorry <laughs> and people watch you on like a screen thing, like glass, but they're not actually there. Yeah. And then everything that we've got is by people making progress towards that. Computers, <laughs> electricity, computers. <laughs> and then that, that. Yeah. 
could have been it could have been like fucking no back to the future yeah somebody went back and went Euro truck simulator too <laughs> showed him a video like that make it fucking happen I mean it's an arrogant way to look at the world but it's <laughs> it is possible um oh my goodness Oh, God, time is flying by tonight. It's been a lot of fun. What, uh, there was lots I was going to ask you about. I better do a couple of emergency questions, otherwise people... I'll tell you what I also forgot to do at the beginning, which people will be furious about, so I'm going to do it now, is after I'd said what the uh, podcast was called, I should have said, and I'll see if this works in Glasgow. I was hanging around at the big hub in Bridgetown. Bridgetown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As seen in the documentary Molly and Mac. No. Yeah. And Mrs. Juniper from the cafe says she calls it Rahulastapa. That's, that's what I forgot to say at the beginning. Not, no fans of Molly and Mac. I've, I've, um, I've bumped into... Do you, but the, one of the one ladies from Molly, the woman who goes, The big hub is open! Who's that? She's, uh, she's, she was on the day after you were on in your slot at Edinburgh this year. She's, she's oh. like a... I can't remember her real name. I can't even remember her name. In, uh, a character. Do you know who I'm talking about? Is she in? What's her name then? Moira, is it? Maureen Carr. Maureen Carr. Maureen. Is that no fucking Maxine Carr? Ah, uh, that's no her. <laughs> she's she's done well. She's done more to. Fucking hell, man. You know, she's played I a gave the neutral expression. Lemon did not laugh. Lemon <laughs> did not laugh at a Maxine Carr joke. I met her, I saw a couple of them in the last time I was here doing, uh, they film House of Games up here, I saw a couple of the guys in the hotel. I love Molly and Mac, it's a great, no, whoops, oh no. <laughs> My daughter sings in a Scottish accent because I do it now, have oops, you, oh no. Have you, have you done your Scottish accent I haven't accent really yet? done it very much, no. That be is open. Oops, oh no. I've been wanting to get this. You're getting fucking killed out there. <laughs> I've been dying. I've been looking forward to this. I get murdered out there. Everyone in Glasgow loves me. There's no way. There's no way. I'm worried about going to Milton Keynes. That's the, that's the only. I'll do, I'll do an emergency question. Uh, I don't think I've asked you this before because this is quite a new one. If you could have any one item from any art gallery or museum in the world, so it can be just any artifact, any historical item, any piece of art, anything like it can be a computer museum, what one item you could allow to take home and keep it, what would you like to have? Uh, Mona Lisa. Yeah. So, Straight the pe- in. so people would then come and visit it and they'd have to pay to come in. See, <laughs> so for just the most popular one, yeah. that's it. I mean, or they think... get to get it and fucking burn it. Yeah. Burn it on my stream, come, watch the night at 10 o'clock. <laughs> Twitch.tv forward slash Lemmy, I'm burning the Mona Lisa. And I really am. Really well, anyway, it's kind of crazy. So many people go to see the Mona Lisa. They don't need all the other art in that gallery. They could have just a gallery for the Mona Lisa and charge people to go and see that, and they would do just as well. Aye. They don't need all the... The Louvre should chuck out the other shit. Just is have it, that. Is it... Do you say Mona Lisa or Lisa? Uh, Mona Lisa. Is it like Lisa Tarbot? <laughs> no, no. Mona Lisa, I think Mona Lisa. Lisa Stansfield. Lisa Stan, it's Mona Lisa Stanfield, I'd say. Is it? Mona Lisa, no, Mona, Li- Mona Lisa, Lisa, Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. Yeah, I mean, we could spend a long time saying Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa. What? Mona the Lisa, fucking, Mona Lisa. the energy dipping out the fucking <laughs> head, right? I don't know, what do you think? <laughs> nah. What's on the, what's on the telly anyway? 
I think we do it for long enough. I think people will come back in. That's what I think. We'll, do, we'll, we'll, we'll come back and we'll talk about this in the fourth one. Okay. That, yeah. get they didn't mind about the Monopoly chat in the end in the last one. You were worried about the Monopoly chat. I was chat. really worried about the Monopoly chat. It was very chat. interesting. It, it felt like... I mean, I can talk about Monopoly like fuck. And it's Me not even too. I'm a big Monopoly fan, but... Um, <laughs> Oh no, is this is actually starting to talk about it right now. <laughs> but I, it felt to me like I'd talked about it for like about 20 fucking minutes. Yeah. Maybe even like three minutes, but I felt like, fuck me, man. This is like like a good fucking 20% <laughs> of the whole fucking episode. Yeah. It's about um, Monopoly, how you should go for the orange ones, forget about the green ones. Yeah, definitely. Um, get all the orange ones and things like that. Like, I'm doing it again. <laughs> fucking hell, man. So where were we? So, yes, yeah, so where was I before the orange? Yep. Um, all right, I'll ask you a couple more emergency questions, then we're going to have to fuck off. You're going to have to go and drive your truck. You go like that, you, you, you go like that, and they can't fucking hear, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, if you only had a week to live, and you knew you only had a week to live, who would you tell to go fuck themselves? Oh, oh well, I'd do that anyway. Yeah, what, what I'd want to do, and I've thought about this before, I thought if I only had a week to live, or I thought I was going to fucking... No, I know if I was going to talk myself because I was in that state, I wouldn't do anything. But um, I've only had a week to live. I thought to myself before I would go and murder some gangsters or something or <laughs> murder some people that have it fucking come to them, but nobody's doing anything about it. Yeah. Like murder. I won't say because I'll get to jail, but um, just like fuck it. But they, once I die, they would probably torture my son to death or something yeah. like that. So there's no point. They would get me. Um, well, now so, you've given them the idea. That's the problem. <laughs> Pasta. Now you let them know what would... They wouldn't have thought of that. they go, what would get to him? Oh. Um, I'd kill... Uh, I would kill certain people... Uh, I would kill a certain... Uh, a certain person that's on the telly a lot. And I can't say... <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would kill some, uh, in my eyes, some bad people. Yeah. I, that's that, a good I, I wouldn't just give him a, a, a tail and a half. I would, you know, I could do that any time. I would, I would uh, kill them. Yeah. And then <laughs> just got in. You want to get? You want to sell one fucking day behind bars because uh like Scott Scott's lawn aren't you? You know, kind of like uh, for humanitarian reasons and all that. You know, like that uh, the Lockerbie guy. He got sent him because yeah. he had cancer. You know, they're not, they're not going to put me. And they're just like, fuck it, let, let them go about day what you fucking want. <laughs> Kill somebody else. Honestly, the paperwork involving in jailing somebody is going to be dead in about five days. Just keep them doing it. Let them keep doing it, man. He's only going after bad ones anyway, so yeah. fuck it. I like we can't get them. Oh, can't he? <laughs> I'll, kill, I'll kill bad people. Okay, here's another question for you. This is a good one for Glasgow. Do you think you'd make a good Pope? A good Pope? Yeah. Uh, I, I would make a good pope in that I, I would try to do something well. Yeah. I might not be a good pope like people who who want the pope to be the pope. <laughs> <laughs> they might not like it because they go, ah, that's not, that's not what the pope would do. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would do certain things, but I, I suppose I wouldn't be a very good pope because I try to do things a bit uh, differently. But it's just like any, any job, you, you do your best. Yeah. You just do what the, the role... <laughs> So what about you do? You need to take one for there, put that there, and then you need to turn that thing every 12 hours. Right, okay, I'll do it as best I can. You do it to the best of your ability. Um, I mean, that I might be a good video game for you. We could do a video game of you being the Pope. That we could all watch. That would be quite good. If you can That'd do the lorry drive. Vir- virtual Pope Simulator 2. Yeah. Oh, what's the current uh, one? Has he got a, a number? Ben- it was like Benedict the 13th or something like that. The last one was. Has this one got a number? 
Uh, no, it's Pope John Paul II. Second. Then it was Benedict Thirteenth, I think. I can't remember what the new. There's a new one in there. There was the Nazi one. I don't want to talk came, about that stuff in Glasgow. He came and went. Oh, I don't want to talk. <laughs> it's silly. He doesn't get the rules, doesn't he? No. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's not really up to me to be the Pope or no be the Pope. That's up to the, uh, to other people, you know. <laughs> I know it's 2019, but things are still held together with like, fucking blue tack and sellotape and things like that. Yeah. I enjoyed your, uh, the, I don't know, when, when this is a recent one I saw on YouTube where you were talking about um, uh, advice about getting into, the, in, into heaven on the judgment and just... Oh, aye, aye. You know, saying you've got to just, whatever aye. you've done, just trying to argue your way in. Aye. Yeah. Aye, don't double down. I don't, don't yeah. back down, double down. Yeah. I, I can't remember what my... I've got to watch it again to remind myself. Yeah, no, it's... Fucking, just in case I need it, if I drop dead in my heart attack. <laughs> I'm not referring, it as, uh, referring to it as my heart attack. I know it's going to fucking happen. My heart attack <laughs> when it comes. So what I'm going to do when my heart attack comes... Um, I, I can't remember what I fucking said. No, it's good, but it's, you know, it was about... Um... I'm fuck, honestly, see, because people in my stream say so often about the dementia thing, dementia, dementia, because sometimes I'm playing games, I don't know, did I just, was I at that place there? If I go left or right, people go, dementia, dementia, dementia. <laughs> and it's fucking getting to me, it's giving me fucking dementia. And well, like, if you're doing four hours or something, you're not going to remember anything. And I'm knackered because I'm I, up late, yeah. I'm up late, and if you don't get enough sleep, it fucks your head. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what I'm telling myself, that's, that's what that is. <laughs> and then, so see if you say, oh, that video that you did uh, a month ago, and I'm going... I kind of quite remember what yeah. I, was I said. I'm like, oh, fuck, the fucking right, man, the right. But you're making that stuff up, right? So that's what it does. It does work for you because you're, you are like, you know, your stuff is to have an idea and, and fucking run with it. And, and then if you're doing four hours, it doesn't matter if some of them Thank you some... very much. Thank you very much. Very kind of you yeah. to, to say that. No, you're fine. You're fine. You know, you're, you're just streaming late. That's why you're... Um, I mean, also, but we, no, I forget everything now. I'm 52. Oh, no, he's fucking feeling sorry everything. for me, man. <laughs> he's feeling sorry for me. Oh, listen, I forget everything as well. I'm, that's the sort of thing I've said to my, you know, I say to my dad now, you know, let's not forget stuff and all that. Fuck. Well, you know, see, I, I wonder if, will people really fucking tell me if I'm getting dementia when I fucking get it? You know, if somebody's got dementia, you kind of don't tell them about it over and over again because it could upset them. They don't really know anywhere when it gets to a certain stage. Well, people, I want to know, but how will I be able to tell if I really have got dementia? Because people say, no, when I've no got it or have I? I don't fucking know. Have I got dementia? Ah, you can't. <laughs> no, seriously, have I? Aye. No, stop, Joel. Don't, don't you ever, because you worry about things. I, this is what I worry about, that I'm already, I'm, I'm in a hospital bed, I'm 85 years old, I've got dementia, and everything that's playing out is just memories or kind of half. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, yeah. it's not really happening. Aye. Because that would make sense for what's happened in your and life. And I've got a bit of kind of, like, like you, you, you drive a lorry in a virtual... That's well, the kind of thing you would imagine well, you were doing. Well, I might in the, be lying, dying, yeah. in a, not, a stolen motor when I was 15, tripping up my nut like <laughs> Jacob's Ladder. You know, this whole fucking thing, lying there, a lot of the fucking blood fucking draining at <laughs> my neck, like yeah. The wheel's still spinning, I'm just dreaming. Oh, and then I go on the telly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then I'm playing games, and, uh, you know, but that's my job, playing games. Ah. And then, okay, I could be tripping a whole lot of this. Yeah, it's, probably, it's more likely like... than not. It's more likely than not I, that I, that's I, the case. 90%. That's when you think about it. Wait for you to go up. Brian, let me... <laughs> This is your dad speaking. I know I don't look like it. We need you to wake up. We need you to wake up your fucking total recall, hangman. 
Would you be if that happened and you now woke up? Would you be glad to be fifteen again? And no, 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 <laughs> no. That's they kind of things kind of turned out fucking better. Yeah, it's no, fucking it's brilliant. Uh, yeah. Time of my life, drive my lorry, just keep myself myself. You know, <laughs> keep not trouble. Well, I don't want to keep you from the lorry, and uh, I do massively recommend the the book, uh, the all of the books really, but surprising down to earth and very funny. Get it on audio book if you can, because it's you get the bollywig and everything. Oh, it's, I, much yeah, better, yeah. it's much better having you reading it to me. I always love the audiobooks. Uh, but I hope you'll do more telly as well. But if not, ah, we'll see you on Twitch. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's the amazing Brian Limit, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. See you at the back. You have been listening to Rahalastapa with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Brian Limond. Thank you to Pest for providing this music. Thank you very much to the Theatre Royal in Glasgow and the fantastic, massive audience we had there, the biggest ever live Rahalastapa audience. Uh, thank you to Chris Evans, not that one, and all the team at Go Faster Stripe and Sky Potato who help us make these programmes. Uh, thank you to my producer, James Hingley. Took the long drive up to Glasgow for me, I think. Oh, no, he didn't. He got the train. He drove us back, though. And thank you also to... I'm indebted to my series producer, Ben Walker. And I'm very indebted to my executive producer, Liam Ellison. We called him Liam Wellison. Like he wore wellies on. Wellies on. That's what we called him on set. He's a nice guy. You may have seen him. <laughs> And heard him in several Rahalaspas, especially the Edinburgh versions, where he sits in the front row. He's a lovely guy. Um, <laughs> thanks very much, Liam. I was going to say something horrible, but I won't do. Because I love you, Liam. I love you like the son I never had. Oh, no, I've got a son. Hold on. This is a Sky Potato Fuzz and GoFasterStrike.com production. Please become a monthly badger. Go faster.stripe.com slash badges. Help us through this tricky time and also get loads more content and badges and a membership card. All sorts of extra stuff. Advance warning of guests when we start having uh, live shows again. And much, much more. Go faster.stripe.com is your go to place to buy downloads of brilliant stand up shows, books, uh, trump card games, all sorts of stuff. All three emergency questions books are just £20. They'll get you through the lockdown, my fine friends. See you around. Don't go changing. Stay inside, unless the government regulations have changed since I recorded this. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks again for listening to the podcast, richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. Gofasterstripe.com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out.